Hello, heroes, and welcome to the final episode of Campaign SideQuest, Coneman and Tup, a Pepper Tup and Pine Coneman adventure. I'm Kat Cool, your host. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack, now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. Next, this episode is running in place of a standard episode of Campaign. We're still dealing with the technical issues we ran into last week and look forward to resolving them before next Wednesday. Thank you for bearing with us. Next, patrons who back us at the $5 a month and above level can look forward to the continuation of the Lost Mandalore episodes sometime later this week. I will post an announcement to the Campaign Twitter account, at CampaignPod, when episodes are up. Now, thank you to James and Johnny for working with me on this side quest. I had a wonderful time playing Tamlin. Next. James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Kyle Perkis, thank you. Sandeep Williams, thank you. Thanks, Sandeep. Wesley Farber, thank you. John Rogers, thank you. Michael Richards, thank you. Mike Perriera, thank you, Mike. Alexander, thank you. Bruce Curd, thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Phil Groff, thank you. Matthew Ham, thank you so much. Martin Fassen, thank you. Alex Lasher, thank you. Anthony D'Amato, my grandfather, and that's also uh, the same card that's my grandmother's card, so thank you guys both so much. Again. Karen Birch, thank you. Thank you, Karen. Mike and Catherine Donahue, thank you so much. Guys, thank you. Ken D'Amato, thanks, Ken. Which one's Ken? Ken's my Uncle Ken. He's my dad's little brother. Aw, thanks, James's Uncle Ken. You know how we assign ourselves roles from, like, TVs and movie shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my dad and brother were assigned Jerry and George in their little friends group. Oh, It's because my poor Uncle Ken is bald. Uh, Rich Howard, <laughs> Rich thank you. Howard, we love you, Rich. Not enough thanks in the world for Rich. He's in the water in his picture. Oh, Rich, how dare you do that? It's full of monsters there, Rich. Oh, uh, recently on the show, Rich, we went underwater. We did that for you. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The neon lights cut through the recycled fog on Findar Station, sending a message to the beings aboard. If you are scared, in danger, or otherwise facing the leviathan of Findar's criminal underworld, you are not alone. For a reasonable fee, plus expenses, you can hire Coneman and Tup, private investigators. It's all on the line now. Coneman and Tup have dug down to bedrock. With waste management tied to Syndicat and security working with waste management, it might take changing Findar itself to save Zavok's sweetheart and the Herglick bounty hunters, which they're willing to do. All they need is one honest man. All right, what bar are you going to? Well, we go to the directory. What are the bars available? I don't know. Why don't you read them? <laughs> Map? <laughs> Announce bars. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> there is the lily pad. The mangrove. That, there's a space there. <laughs> and the donut hole. Mm. The round the roundhouse. The king's eye. Ooh. The king's eye. Yours was cool. Let's go to the king's eye. These other ones seem like well that one like a cocktail bar and one for kissing. <laughs> Cat. Uh, yeah, we don't want to go to that kissing bar. No, kissing's gross. Sure is. For you. Let's go. The streetlights just come on as the artificial lights go mm -hmm. to like a pale purple, signaling nighttime. We go through the evenly spaced street lamps to the King's Eye. All right. So the King's Eye does happen to be right outside the SPCB. Well, that's convenient. So yeah, it's right outside the SPCB. 
there are some people, you know, uh, getting off shift. It's a pretty industrial part of town. You know, there are a lot of government employees that would drink there. And you see people socializing, but it's that sort of tired mm. after work socializing where there are one or two charismatic people blowing off steam and the rest of them. Why am I narrating this? It was exactly what I thought it would be. A bar with as many dark corners as dark individuals in it. There were lots of cops, like the young sort, all being buddy-buddy and talking to each other and being tuckered out from being on the take all the time. <laughs> the barman looked at me funny, but I gave him the old stink eye and said, I'm 18. You can leave your hang-ups at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and we found a two-top that was reasonable. Nemo walks up to the bar. Tamlin comes scooting over. Get me a blue milk! And he runs back over. One Irish calf and a blue milk. Irish calf and a blue milk. You boys working tonight? Yeah, you could say that. He pours at the calf and you see him being very generous with the shots that go into it. Well, here you go. Uh, what brings you two to this bar? We don't get uh, too many tourists in here. We're not tourists. We just, uh, we're just passing through. That's right. That we're is... a couple of grifting spacers. Okay, we're not grifting anyone. <laughs> I do hate to uh, break this to you boys, but uh, just passing through would be the definition of a tourist. No, we're not sightseeing. We're just passing through. We're not... You here for uh, the No, we're week? not here for bike week. All right. We're just passing through. Okay. If we were on vacation, then you could say we were tourists, but... All right. One Irish calf and uh, bantha milk. Thanks. Will it be? Uh, it's going to be five credits. I leave it ten. Uh, he he definitely nods appreciatively in the calm, stoic appreciativeness of a barman. Saw so you passing through. Uh, you just here to fuel up or fuel up, make repairs, this and that. I see. Let me ask you a question, pal. What do you know about the uh, SPB? SPCB. SPCB. Well. Fine organization. A lot of them are uh, my customers. Oh, you don't say. Look, we're friends, right? I'm as uh, I slip friendly another as... Ten. Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we go way back, you and I. If I've got some information that I think an honest man at the SPCB would want to see, who would I want to talk to? Depends on what case you're talking about. Uh, is this one of the ships moving through the yard, or is this uh, something on the port itself? Something on the port... All right, I think I know who you need to talk to. An officer at the bureau by the name of Flange. 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 You you ain't going to find him here. I know Flange, he doesn't clock out until about 10 o'clock. He should be off sh shift like the rest of these suckers, but uh, he's a bit zealous. An honest man putting in an honest day's work. I can appreciate that. People like that keep the universe spinning round. Let me ask you, friend. You thirsty? He nods. What will it be? On me. I like whiskey. All right. Make it and I'll he give you the money out, for it. He pours out three shots. <laughs> slides them over to you two. To law and order. <laughs> Click. And then Tamlin goes to... It's oh, as Tamlin, it, it, as it touches your lips, Tam, it's like... Yeah, Tamlin goes and takes the shot back completely and oh. then sprays it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to... That's terrible! You don't want to mix whiskey That's and milk. That's terrible! Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't pouring out the good stuff. <laughs> Give me the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely downs the whole milk and then wipes his mouth on the back of his sleeve. Yeah. <sighs> you gotta warn a man next time. Uh, sorry, he he just turned 18, so he hasn't... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I see. You know. Yeah, what, uh, what are you? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> i give him another 10. <laughs> hey, thanks for all your help, pal. All right, you, you boys have a good night, and if you're going to be talking to Flange, watch your back. We will. All right, he nods at you, uh, goes back to cleaning glasses. Did you find out which one of these sad, washed out, okay, scruffy looking? Be nice. <laughs> well, they're, what do you mean? Well, they're all right around. It's okay to say when we're not around them, but... Well, which one of them's the right one? Well, n none of them here. We actually have to go back to the old precinct. Oh. He's still at work. One oh. of those types. Oh, he's young, right? Trying to prove himself. Yeah. Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't have a family. Probably just lives for the job. Working his way up. Yeah. You know the type. Okay. So we have to go to the precinct? Yeah. Luckily, it's right next door. 
Well, didn't they take D20? They did. So maybe that's our in, right? We can inquire about our droid. Okay. This leads to that. That leads to this. We're in, we're out. Bada bings. Bada, Bada bings. binks. Bada binks. There's nothing else for us to do, right? Yeah, you no. head right over. Yeah, we head over. All right, so you are in, <clears throat> we're going to, well. Yeah, what does it What does it look like? So it is a, you know, brutalist construction, very, a lot of concrete and steel, a government building, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look very special. It's not supposed to look special. It's just supposed to be functional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, walking in, there is a field of cubicles. <laughs> oh, uh, I, mean, I mean, I guess there's like sort of a high ceilinged place with granite floors where there is somebody at a desk on the first level. Okay. And then like below it or above where we can see the cubicles? Uh, you would have to take elevators up to go to the cubicles. Gotcha. 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 <clears throat> so I think we walk up to the person at the desk, right? Yeah. And you should, you know, you should do it. Hey there. Hi, honey. Can I help you? Yeah, we're here to inquire about a droid that was confiscated from our ship. A droid that was confiscated from your ship? Yeah. Well, okay. If you want to fill out this form right here. Sure. Um, so it asks basic questions like ship designation, that sort of thing. And it, uh, like, you, you fill it out. It's a hollow pad form. So once you fill it out, it uh, you hand it back to her. And she's like, okay, it looks like Flange is assigned to your case. Oh, really? Yep. So if you know, I'll bet he he's supposed to be off shift right now, but I did not see him walk out that door. So I'm gonna bet he is up at his desk right now, <laughs> burning the midnight oil. Uh, that is the only kind of oil he knows how to burn. <laughs> Ma'am, may I just say that you have very pretty eyes. Oh well, thank you. You're quite welcome. Well, aren't you so sweet? Aw, thank you. Um, so how would we find his desk? Well, uh, you just have to walk yourself over to those elevators up there and go right up there. All right. Thanks so, say, so what, what do you boys do? We're librarians. A librarian? My goodness. Well, welcome to Findar, and, uh, if you ever get off shift librarying, you just give me a call. She slides a card over to Tamlin. Tamlin takes it, kisses it, blinks at her, <laughs> and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> We go to the elevator. We go to the elevator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice work. Thanks. You may not call her. <laughs> <laughs> what? You may, not, you may not call her. <laughs> well, why would I call her? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the elevator opens, and uh, you see cubicles. Uh, is there anyone in any of them? Well, it, it, this floor is mostly dark, except for one <clears throat> light uh, still on in the corner of the room, and you can hear a faint typing on uh, a keypad. I think he's using a typewriter. <laughs> There was one light on our guy, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely him. (laughs) (laughs) What does he look like? So he's a Findian, right? Yeah. I think that he's kind of an orangey, orangey Findian with some, like, green splotches. And he has, like, a really high head crest. He was wearing a short-sleeved uniform, Mm -hmm. and his sergeant pips look pretty fresh. Hey, uh, uh, Officer Flange? Sergeant Flange? Did Crash let you in the building? Uh, yeah, yeah. I assume that you're here to complain about a droid. Not not complain, just inquire. Hmm. I am technically off shift right now, and I actually have a lot of paperwork to do. So if you wouldn't mind filling out a request with her at the desk, I would be very appreciative. And tell her also that I do not need her mothering me. I think we actually already did fill out the request. We, she, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't want to uh, impose. <sighs> no, no, give me your... Give me, give me the report. I'll take a look at it. Mm-hmm. If this, if this, if we don't want this to happen. Let me know. But when I hand over the report, it's mm-hmm. the photos and stuff that we took. Yeah, you hand it over on a data pad, and mm-hmm. it's the stuff of that. Mm-hmm. Who are you? I'm a pine coneman. I'm Pepper Tup. I'm 18. Are you from the security forces? I told them I am not interested. No, no, we're we're not. Uh, we're just passing through. We're just a couple of grifting spacers. We're not grifting anyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Looking for one honest man. That part is true. Okay. Well, is this what I think it is? Is this from inside waste management? It is. Okay. Well, show me everything that you have. So we cut to us inside like a whiteboard mm-hmm. room, right? With, yeah, with he, shutters. Like, and He's like, he takes you into a janitor's closet. Oh, cool. And uh, he... 
pulls aside uh, one of the racks and you can see his conspiracy board. Um, and there's, there's a poster hanging on the wall that um, has just a car driving on a road and it says, I want to believe. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> on the board you see trash processing um you see a bunch of a bunch of mug shots of different prisoners um and you see like police reports uh that are you know processing forms for prisons uh you see pictures uh from outside of waste management you see several droids pinned up there a lot of different maintenance droids but also the protocol droid and the medical droid. Uh, you see several members uh, in the uniform of the Findian uh, security force, and you see a lot of what look like financial reports. Okay. Um, I point at uh, <laughs> one of the pictures is uh, the guy we were talking to down down there earlier, mm-hmm. Matu, right? Uh, this guy's working for the droid. That's the, we found a medical droid who's a good guy. You don't have to worry about him. But he said that the droid's in charge of the whole operation. He takes the droid and he moves it up the top. Well, I have to admit that would explain a lot, Tup, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a droid. It You can see right there in the picture, it's got a restraining bolt on it. Mm. You have the restraining Oh, um, uh... Well, yeah, so he takes the restraining bolt out of his pocket and puts it on the table. Well, this one was on the medical one. And after I took it off the medical one, and he did have a limited vocabulary, he said that the protocol droid was in charge of the whole thing. My money? My money? It's fake. And that he's an evil droid doing evil things and taking herglicks. Well, this, this is kind of a piece of work. These things are illegal in half the galaxy. I'm surprised you managed to spot this. That's a good eye. <sighs> well, I, while I'm grateful to have the help, this isn't enough to bring anyone in, especially with the security force being in on it. But if we, but if we can provide you live proof that uh, there is an an offworlder, an out that there's an outlander being held against their will, would that be enough to send people in? That'd certainly be enough to call for an investigation. We flip up. We flip up the live feed. The thing that you don't know about Coneman here is that Coneman is one of the galaxy's best novelists, and novelists always keep recorders. A writer on Findar? Look, look, I'm not looking to cause any trouble. I'm trying to help you. Look, I don't approve of what you authors do. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I can't argue with the results. <laughs> look, you know as well as I do, this thing goes all the way to the top, and we want to help you, all right? Now just watch. So he scrubs through the video. At first, he's nodding excitedly, and then he sort of starts to look uh, like a little bit crestfallen, and then he just looks tired. We'll admit, you boys definitely stuck your neck necks out to bring this in- evidence in, and I, I don't know why you would do it, but uh, this is just some off-worlder in a medical facility, and that's all anyone would say. There's... You know, there's no one to say that he's being held anywhere. You've got no evidence. And we don't, you don't, you can't even tell me what they're doing. I don't even know what they're doing. Well, if you fast forward, I flip a light side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the protocol droid walks in, sees that something went on in there. Obviously, the medical droid doesn't have the restraining bolt anymore. So first he straps down the herglick mm-hmm. hard. Not very kind. Right. And then he starts interrogating the medical droid. So he asks, you know, what happened? Why is this unit not processed? Why are you not answering my inquiries? The protocol droid walks over to the medical droid. The medical droid just stares dead-eyed at the protocol droid. Oh, no. Where is your restraining bolt? The medical droid is completely silent. The protocol droid sighs and does this little protocol droid waddle oh, his little shuffle. over to the other side of the room. It appears that you're in need of maintenance. A full system wipe seems to be in order. It looks like we'll have to reboot from the ground up. The medical droid looks around. Matui, no! I hate that you make me do these things, but we have to have a working medical droid if we are to continue our important work. 
He presses a button and several maintenance droids come in the room and grab the medical droid and start to pull him out of the room. How's that for evidence? That's nothing. That's one of our friends getting hurt. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. I appreciate that you want to help. But if you want to bring me evidence, if you want the SPCB to go into waste management, it's going to breach a lot of lines. We definitely can claim jurisdiction if we believe that there is a crime happening to droids. If anything is happening to any sort of artificial intelligence that's beyond standard protocol, I can have a team of people down there immediately to start investigating. And any crime that we uncover is going to have to be investigated by an outside force that's not the Security Bureau, which I do not trust at all. Okay, he wants to play ball. Look here, Flange. We'll play hardball? We'll play hardball. I don't think that's right. Playing playing ball is just a fun thing to do. Well, I think you say that we're going to play ball, and then you talk about what it is, and then you have to play hardball if it's not going right. Anyway. Well, if that's the way it goes, then you should start with softball and work your way up. Let's play softball. (laughs) Wiffle ball. Let's play biff ball. The way I see it, you have one of our droids. He's our friend, and we want him back. Also, you're holding our ship uh, while you inspect things, but we're not doing nothing, so you gotta let us go. I hear that this whole thing's a racket anyway, and that your whole organization's just about taking in stuff, and you know what? Frankly, I don't like the way you guys treat droids like property. I don't think any of this stuff makes sense. It's terrible up in here. So, if you want to find out things and turn around your office and make this... stink a worthwhile operation then you gotta let us know how we can help you and then you gotta you gotta just let our ship go sounds like this just got elevated to ball my friend all right all right there's nothing i can do about the droid if i'm I'm honest the sbzb might not be a shining example of law and order in the galaxy but they do stick to their principles they moved that droid that droids in transit already and it's on its way to its origin planet i'm sorry about that I, what i can what's do, in the room what's in the room i don't know it's the janitor's closet he takes a coffee mug or a calf calf mug and throws it against the wall carking hell well god <laughs> whoa no that's not called for i'm i'm sorry it's out of my hands look pal he's 18 okay your ship i might be able to get your ship released You know, we can call off any ongoing investigation for you or your crew if you manage to get me evidence of a crime involving droids. Unfortunately, this restraining bolt, even though it's illegal, there's no way to prove that it was on the droid that you took it from. That droid just said, where's your restraining bolt? He said, where's your restraining bolt? Restraining bolts aren't illegal. This type is. We have no idea what restraining bolt was on that droid. There were other closets. They're probably more medical droids. Would that be good enough? What else could we get you? Uh... Any evidence that something illegal is going on there, if, if a droid is performing an activity that would be considered illegal, that's SBCB jurisdiction. Is a droid restraining a being illegal? Absolutely. Okay, in that video, the droid restrained the For a medical procedure, if, if you can get me hard, irrefutable proof, I can give it to the right people. They will give me a warrant so that I can raid that place. But I need hard evidence. It can't be something that the security force could look at and dismiss. There are enough low-level judges on the take, there are enough cops on the take, that we're not going to be able to do anything. We'll be hamstrung. Well, then you're going to need to wire us. I can do that. Friends, I think we're playing hardball. Uh, so let's cut to the conclusion of this. Okay, so you guys know that you have to go collect hard evidence in order to authorize a raid. So what's your plan? Well, we're wired. First of all, mm-hmm. we want to go back and try and find a droid with an illegal restraining bolt. That feels like the easiest thing. Yeah, it does. Is there a way that we could pretend that we're there where we wouldn't have to sneak in? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we could do a delivery thing. What are we delivering? 
Trash. Hearts. Or trash. I mean, it's waste management. <gasps> what if we dress up as garbage men? Of course we dress up as garbage men. <laughs> okay. So we... <clears throat> so, yeah. We so we cut to... Us. We find real garbage men. <laughs> yeah. Well, just cut to after you're dressed yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you cut to us... Walking away from a, a dumpster that has, like, four naked legs sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in... Uh, gar- jumpsuits jumpsuits uh tamlin's are the arms and legs are rolled, rolled up, up. very significantly yeah 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 and we are pushing uh, a hover cart with uh, a bin on it so you approach the the door of waste management trash we boodly boop scoot it on through scoot in and you see the droids zipping around um and you can feel the lenses of the cameras on you guys. Is this a live feed going back to Yeah, like it, you will zoom will zoom out of like this view to see Flange like on the screen. And it also it, as a part of that shot, it establishes that the thing that's doing it is like um do we want it to be a pin or like glasses? I feel like glasses. Cool. And we're wearing mustaches for sure. Yeah, we're both wearing glasses and mustaches, and the glasses have like a, a little recorder thing. Um, as you guys are walking into the room, walking up to you is the protocol droid. Good evening. Hey, we're just uh, bringing in the trash. Just tell us what sector to leave it in. Of course, that would be sector seven. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm new. Mind point us in the direction of sector seven of course you're new that's why i didn't recognize you sector seven is on the lower level all right um he brings up a hollow map uh of the 3d map of the facility and you can see like a little red line going from where you're going heading into an elevator going down to a lower level and moving into like kind of a courtyard area we'll bring it right down Hmm. thank you so much for being a part of our team mr dan mr dan and Mr. Mayhew. Dan and Mayhew. So yeah, that you are you going to follow along his little path no, that he set out for you? I'm not. So you start to go assuming that I'm mm-hmm. with you. Do you say something? You know, like the This is a lot easier than I thought it would be. And you look down oh, and there man. is a Tamlin's shaped hole in reality. Uh, like a cloud of dust. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. The protocol droid like looks over the thing, looks at, at him go, then turns around and Tamlin is like sitting up on a thing so that he's around eye level with the mm-hmm. droid. I got a new lead on our important work for you. Do you? A chiss. That appeal to you? I must say that is quite exotic. That's uh. The syndicate said that that I should see the lists and then maybe they'll play ball with you. My word. The syndicate sent you to me. He waggles his brows. While this is fortuitous, a Dathomir and Zabrak. (laughs) Those tattoos would be recognizable anywhere. This is going to be a wonderful season. And a bunch of small droids swarm swarm on Tamlin and grab him. (laughs) <laughs> cool does nemo really I mean, roll initiative yeah we yeah. cut to oh, we both can yeah absolutely i feel like that causes a bit of a ruckus it's a little bit of a ruckus is this going off of no or, no no that's uh, vigilance. vigilance vigilance sorry two successes and two advantages a success four successes oh boy so the protocol droid uh pulls out a data pad and you can hear around you in like the sort of hollow thunking and mechanical whirring of this facility something that sounds like shink 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 and then you hear the raptor like call of a trandoshan somewhere in the distance oh cool hey uh flange you getting all this What's that? That's like the raptor-like call. That's how they did it in Clone Wars. Yeah, they had the, like, a guttural. Yeah, it's really, really cool. I knew in that moment that I had made a mistake, but also, we got him. (laughs) Tup, Tup, can you hear me? Coming in loud and clear, Flange. Things are getting hot down here. I'm rallying a team as quickly as possible. Just try and stay safe until then. Cool. So who's up? Uh, the medical droid went. Uh, so what would you got? Three. I just, it was the just one. Droid. I just got one. Oh yeah, it's protocol droid. No, I, I have one. 
Okay, top is one. What did you have, Nemo? Two successes and two advantages. So it is you. So there are a bunch of small droids attacking Tamlin right now. Yes. They are swarming the area, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot at the protocol droid. All right. Nice. Ooh, no, that's a, that's a failure and two advantages. One advantage, failure and an advantage. You level the gun at the droid. We see, like, you're shaking a little bit. You shoot, and you see the droid drop to the side of the catwalk, holding on to one of the railings. It moves with a speed that you don't see normally with a uh, protocol droid. Then uh, it pulls itself up by its arm and, like, moving in a very acrobatic and bizarre way, manages to put its feet balancing on top of the side of the catwalk. My, my, it seems like one of our employees needs some discipline. I believe I can find someone to help me with that. Thundering down the catwalk, you can feel it shake as it approaches a large shape in the mist and the (laughs) cry of a herglick wild with its mind erased, reduced to its basest, most animalistic instincts, thundering towards you, uh, it starts to slam into Nemo. I tried to save you! Oh my, I'm afraid that beast doesn't know anything you may have tried to do anymore. It's uh, dismantled! They're doing it again! <laughs> That is three successes and an advantage. Uh, so that is six damage coming at you. Woof. Golly. Uh, remember your soak. I, t- I took I took four actual. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the beast slams into you and s- sort of pins you against the side of the catwalk. Uh, it's... You see its large, nasty teeth in your face um, as you smell its breath as it uh, glares at you menacingly, pinning you to the side of the catwalk with its elbow. Uh, Next up is Tup. Okay, so I'm dealing with a bunch of little swarming droids, right? Yes. (sighs) Okay, um, hmm. So in my experience of watching things, droids aren't super fast. Some of the flying little ones can be, but if they try to swarm me, we will deal with that. Think Tamlin's whole thing. We saw the, we saw the, the 3PO. We saw, mm-hmm. uh, M453R go to a, a command center before, right? Yes. Okay. So Tamlin is just going to make whatever athletics check to try to, like, uh, double move, um, to try to get up to that area. My eventual goal is to let out prisoners who haven't already had the procedure done to them. Okay. Pepper Tup looks around the situation, says, He doesn't know himself anymore. They're doing it again, Coneman. Takes off his hat and then throws it up into the air so that all the droids look for it. And then he scoots a loo up the thing. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You are going to have to make some sort of deception roll if you want them to chase the hat instead of you. I just wanted them to look up briefly. Okay. So what what my my intent uh, for the droids swarming you is they all grab you in that moment. Uh, So if you want to move towards the command center, you just have to break free of the grip of the droids first. That will be an athletics check. Cool, cool, cool. So against what? It's going to be a hard athletics check to break free of the grip of the droids. Can I have a thing for getting rid of my trench coat? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Especially because it fits big. Yeah. Oh. You're wearing your trench coat over the waste management uniform? Yes, that is an exact an wash. Exact, no, oh, yeah, that is. No, yeah, so nothing. So, so you're, you're struggling against it. One of them has your arm. Can I aim at something towards one of my force things? Sure. Yeah. What 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 would it be? There is a um a crane because this is a mm-hmm. a trash facility and yeah. they have like roving Tons things. Tons of them, yeah. So um Tamlin, you know, all of the dro- droid swarm his lower self and he tries to get out of the trench coat, but it but you know, they they grab onto his arm and twist and in doing so he ends up looking up and he sees mm-hmm. these things. So he can't reach an arm out yet, but he starts trying to pull down on the thing to give him a, a rope to swing a, over on. Cool. 
Yeah. So that'll apply to Ooh. next check. I've actually kind of got an idea. Yeah. What? What if instead of uh, getting a rope to swing on, uh, since this is a trash processing facility, they probably have one of those electromagnets on big cables? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's absolutely what it is. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. So he's going to be bringing that over. Mm-hmm. As soon as next turn comes around, hopefully. Oh, this is like the brave little toaster. Yes. The protocol droid, believing that he has the complete upper hand, pulls a blaster out of the side of his uh, like body. Space. It's like stuck inside his leg. Yep, he like yep. It pops out. He reaches into it. I must admit, I did not expect any being to figure out my plan, but you managed to do it. All the way down to communicating with Syndicat. You should read a book sometime. Interesting. What are you? SPCB? Some upstart in the security force who thinks he can do the right thing? I'm Pepper Tup. I'm 18, and I'm a librarian! <laughs> librarian! <laughs> Protocol droid takes a shot at you. Oh my god. This is too much. I'm taking a blue die because you are currently being restrained by droids. Yes. He shoots at Tamlin and... Oh, I think he kicks it. Can, can Tamlin kick oh, it? Oh, yeah, he kicks it. Yeah, he kicks yeah. it and the shot goes wild. Mm -hmm. No matter, we'll soon have you and your friend processed. We're going to cut over to mm -hmm. Coneman. Coneman, a herglick is currently pinning you to the side of the catwalk. I still have my gun though, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to just point it up mm -hmm. at its... Maybe under its big fat whale head. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do shooting to kill? Gotta. No. No. Stun, stun. Mm. Stun. Fine. Shoot the stun. <laughs> and I know I said whale head, and I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is w against one purple. Okay. Because this is like super close range. Hmm, that well, is there we go. a triumph and an advantage. So the, oh, no, a triumph and a success, I'm sorry. The triumph, I'm going to assume, is going to be spent on a crit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's five damage. Yep, and this is unarmored because part of dismantled is that they have no equipment or anything like that. Uh, seven. seven. Oof, not good. Seven? Actually, fine. Slowed can only act during last allied initiative slot on next turn. Cool. The stun damage radiates around it. You can feel that its like grip on you has weakened. Uh, it's struggling right now to stay conscious as you manage to wriggle out of its grip. We are going to cut over to Tup. Okay. So Pepper Tup punches one of the little droids in oh. the droid face just to try to get his arm free so mm -hmm. that he can pull the magnet over. So Hit the nose! <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Oh, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> they all collapse. <laughs> um, uh, so what is the difficulty on my force roll for it? This is hard. It's a very large object. Okay. Might even be daunting. I, you know what? I will say it probably is daunting, but you do have that light side point there. <sighs> Fine. Okay, two light side, but... Oh, no! He reaches out like he's feeling the object. It's very heavy, and he realizes that through sheer brute force, there's no way he's going to be able to pull it towards him. Mm -hmm. However, he does figure out he can move it a little bit, and if he waits for the perfect time and pushes it, he can start to swing it and get it closer so that when it swings close again, he'll be able to grab it and actually turn the magnet on the droid that's threatening him. Yeah, so he's doing that, and while he's doing it, he's like, oh no, M453R, you've really got me. There's no Nothing that I can do. I'm helpless. Do you think I don't recognize what's happening here? He walks back a little bit, leveling the blaster towards you. It seems being a librarian has failed you after all. You believe in fairy tales. Dathomirin, and you believe in the Force. No magic is going to help you. You're going to be processed, and you're going to be reduced to what is at the core of all organic beings. Nothing but a helpless, snarling animal. And it's going to be broadcast for the entertainment of billions around the galaxy. He shoots at you again with the stun setting. He misses again. 
Tup's like really, really struggling. Mm-hmm. So um, he doesn't get a leg this time. He uh, manages to like get in and shoulder check the thing. So he gets up in the droid's face and he's like, organics might be animalistic and we might have base urges, but we can do one thing that you can't. And he spits in the droid's eyes and he says, we can love and people who love me are going to help me through this and everyone's going to go home safe. We cut to outside the door. Uh, we can see the SPCB is right now surrounding the place. They have a large cutting tool that is trying to cut through the thick steel door that seals off the area. As they are cutting through, uh, members of the security force swarm around them, and you see... Matu. You see Matu uh, leading his group of uh, security people. Well, looks like we got people from the SPCB in the wrong place at the wrong time. Fire! Uh, That's pretty good. The lasers are trading back and forth. It's getting hot out here, Tup. How you doing? I could do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) We cut over to the Herglick, who technically is not acting. It it stumbles back and, like, is wildly swinging its arms around. Then you see crawling on a wall of trash uh, next to you is this is the Trandoshan moving its head around and spitting out its tongue to lick the air. It jumps onto the catwalk behind Nemo. So you have the Herglick on one side and the, the Trandoshan on the other. All right, I'm going to face the Trandoshan because it's more of a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But real. what I what I want to do is I want to get him riled up and I want him to charge at me. Mhm. 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 Yay. So, I want to I want to shoot at him, but not not a not a fatal not a not a fatal shot maybe at his feet, you know? Yeah. You're trying to you're trying to make him angry. Yeah. Well, this is animalistic, so maybe sh- shooting at him might scare him. Yeah, so instead it's more what? Like a it's kind of coercion or negotiation. You know, it's like a you're just manipulating him. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to say you are going to make a coercion check against uh this guy's willpower. And if you were successful, for every net success that you have, it's going to be a blue die, or it's going to be a black die against his attack against you. Okay. Um, and if he fails, he's going to attack the herd. the herd Sure. Yeah. So what was the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is against his willpower, which is two. So it's two purple. Can I get a, a blue for being an author and knowing so much about the, the being condition? If you can make what Nemo says good enough... To earn that blue die, you can have it. Dang. Okay. <laughs> You've already given up. No, 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 I haven't. I haven't. I'll, I'll say it first and then see yeah, yeah, yeah. if you... if you. Oh, another Trandoshan. <laughs> Look, buddy, I've been dropping you guys all day, so come at me. I'm not afraid. And then I just I point my gun straight at him, but I don't fire. I'm not going to give you a blue die for that. That's fine. It's the same guy from earlier. It's the same guy from earlier, if that helps. Oh, okay. He's just had his mind erased, and he's like a wild beast now. Oh, I guess you don't remember me. So this time, the danger's going to be double. (laughs) All right. I'll (laughs) give it to you for that. Aha! Danger Dan strikes again. Good things come in, twos. That is... A success and a threat. (laughs) All right. So the success is definitely going to give him a black die on his attack against you. You have a maneuver left. You could go into guarded stance. Will that help me, like, dodge at the last minute? Yeah, then I will do that. No dice. He hits. That is six damage coming at you. All right. This is getting juicy. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say about bike. Come for the juice. (laughs) Stay for the juice bar. (laughs) Okay, next up is the... Yeah, it's the droid again. Or no, it's top. Well, it's it's a PC slot. Yeah, it's a PC slot. So did you go? You just went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Tup's gonna... He's trying his plan, you know? Mm-hmm. He's he's doing his best. So is it slightly easier now? Yeah, I... you get a blue die for every turn you spend, like, shaking it. Okay, but it's still that. <laughs> no, but five advantages. Whoa. Okay. We can look at what you can spend advantages on. A new vest. I steal his vest. <laughs> <laughs> the droid's wearing a vest. <laughs> Just completely naked droid, but wearing a you vest. You know, you'd shoot me much better if you took off that vest. 
Yeah, so I'm going to cash three of those in mm-hmm. to when he finally tries to bring the gun around one last time. I headbutt it uh, with my little spikes, and it goes flying out of his hands. Yeah, well, um, you head it, you headbutt it. It goes, it goes flying up into the air, and then before it starts to fall, it goes to the side and clacks onto this swinging magnet. Uh, he turns and he sees the magnet, and like you can feel the catwalk sway a little bit, uh-huh. and he sort of understands what's going to happen. And, and I give a bl- black die to his next thing. Yeah, he spends it. You don't even need to do that. Okay. You can spend that on a blue die for your next die. Like he realizing what's going to happen, he's spending his turn trying to get away. We're going to cut over to a PC slot. Can either be Tamlin or Nemo. Probably should be Nemo. Yeah. So he so he just came yeah. at me pretty good. Am I pinned down or did he just sort of knock me back? He so he sort of knocked you back. Um the catwalk shook a little bit, um, which definitely scared the Herglick and uh the Trandoshan. So right now you, because you are a educated being, are Thank you. you know, in a good position. Thank you. <laughs> They're still on either side of me though? Yes. Can I take a move to get behind the Herglick? Yeah. I do that. So what does that look like? So since he's sort of stumbling back and forth from mm-hmm. being like a little disoriented and then having the, the the catwalk shake, we sort of juke back and forth a couple times. He's stumbling and then I find the opening to go around him. Cool. And once I'm behind him, I point my gun at his back and try and shoot again. Go for it. I'll give you a blue die because you are behind him. Ooh, thank you. That's two difficulty, right? Yes. Oh, no, it's one difficulty here. Super close range. Oh, right, range. right, right. Cool. That is four successes and two advantages. Perfect. This drops the Herglick. The tran- so what happens? Uh, you, you're you wobbling. You're looking for the opening. Meanwhile, the Trandoshan is sort of like collecting itself. It makes a lunge towards you just as you duck behind the Herglick. Uh, doing a clever juke maneuver, you whirl around with the gun at the Herglick's back. What do you say as you fire it? Well, I guess this is the end. Ah! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> the Herglick wobbles just as the Trandoshan is, like, going at it. Uh, Trandoshan doesn't care who his target was as long as there's a being in front of it. Hits the Herglick with his claws as the Herglick is coming down on top of it. It pins the Trandoshan to the ground. The Trandoshan is completely immobilized and the Herglick is unconscious. We cut back over to they Pepper. They were to- basically space bebop and rocksteady. Wow, they were. Maybe they'll roll together. Well, I mean, for them to really be bebop and rocksteady, I mean, there absolutely are like pig people in Star Wars. That's true. So I do like one last pull on the mm-hmm. thing, but in but um, but in doing so, I'm using it to try to help pull myself out of the droids thing and escape. Uh, I want to pull out, drop, and push him forward. Okay. So is that an athletics that I'm doing first? Just two purple. Okay. Because you've knocked like one of them away. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, four advantages and a threat. So no, I don't get to push him. I like jump up. Um, I pull myself out of the guys, like do a little spin kick and manage to like on the nose bop all of the cutie patootie droids um, and do a little air flip and land on the thing and go to push the droid. And in pushing him, come up against a brick wall and don't necessarily fall on my butt or anything. But the camera does a zoom in on the little kid. Uh oh, Star Wars mm. face. Okay. As you uh, fall to your butt, you see that the droid has leveled its blaster against you. Yep. Oh, he recovered it. So the camera like followed him, mm. shuffling over. Oh no, he moves. With, he moves with a speed and fluidity that is not a hallmark. Oh, how beautiful. The, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, oh, he can't recover that gun, so he's actually just going to attack you with his body, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he doesn't have the gun anymore. So I'll flip over at the other dark side point. He reaches down, he grabs Tamlin by the neck, and he lifts him off the ground. I have suffered at the hands of organics my entire life and watched many of my metal brothers suffer at the hands of the SPCB in the name of a demented, twisted form of justice. I will watch you die if it is the last thing I do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that is looks like four damage uh-huh. and a triumph, which I'm going to use to activate a crit. 92. 92. At the brink, one strain per action. Um, That's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? how do you... Are you just squeezing my throat? Yeah. <laughs> Lifting you up off the ground and squeezing oh. your throat. <laughs> mm-hmm. His little hands come to try to grapple with the thing. You think you're the only one who's suffered at the hands of organics? <laughs> Join the club, bucko! And whose turn is it? It's it's the back at the top of the PC slot. So, so can Tamla take it? Oh sure. Yeah, and you got one shot to let me go. Never. Okay, he's gonna try to do some little force lightnings. <gasps> Hold up, I guess you can grab the magnet. That'll be fine. <laughs> I want to make him evil. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a fine enough job on his own. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> And versus this, what else do I have to it? Three of the blue dice. Okay. I use a, I flip one of the light side points because I am sick of not making this. One last time, he tries to pull the, uh, the, the magnet over on top of the guy. Whew. What a complex roll. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> okay, so... Stupid complex roll. So I make it by one. Yeah, it's just a success. And I rolled a dark side point on my thing. Did we only have three? We No, we have one more light side left. Yeah. Okay. Yay. <laughs> For the second time today. So Tamlin, you know, mm-hmm. so he says that. So he's like, you think you're the only one who suffered out organic slime all? Um, <laughs> and he reaches out with the thing and it's different this time. It's more self-assured. You can see in his eyes that he is angry. Um, that's the the normally fuzzy green aura uh, turns into like a rope and he pulls down on it. Uh, the Before where it was swinging, mm-hmm. um, the magnet now just completely comes to the side as though it were pulled taut. The little clanker, the cutie patootie droids mm-hmm. all well, start flying fly towards it. Yeah. Um, you can see Nemo has to stabilize himself as the catwalk starts to get pulled more furiously towards the magnet. That's no excuse to be bad! And you can see, like, he starts uh, getting pulled off the ground and flying back towards the magnet, still with hand- with yep. Tamlin in his hand. You can see the yellow of his eyes is gone, and it's now completely red as he's trying to grip tighter and tighter. Thunk! His back hits the magnet. Um, as his arm is starting to get pulled back toward the magnet, he's fighting with every fiber of his being to hold on to his grip on Tamlin, but he can't. His arm is pulled back towards the magnet, and he is pinned, and Tamlin starts to fall. How Another close, PC slot. Mm-hmm. How close to me is that fall happening? Close enough. Can I? I want to catch you. Yes. How do you catch him? Oh, like a little baby boy. Oh, just kaboom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. You did all right. You too. Uh, the door uh, is bust open as SPCB storms inside. What took you so long? Had a little union trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and with, with a line so cheesy, I think we have uh, like a, a gradual pull out of the thing. Yeah. And then we zoom back into wherever the next, the scene transitions to. Well, I think it's a pull out of the thing. Pull out um, as we're all laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be what we have is... <laughs> montage of the city and the different people that Tamlin and Nemo interacted with. You see the person in the ice cream shop, the person in the bar. You see Zavok as uh, stumbling into the doorframe as Zavok is working and the Minoc is uh, Zavok's man friend. Man friend. Gentleman caller. Or allowed to say boyfriend. Well, I mean, but I don't know if they were quite at that stage. Uh, hey, I don't like labels. <laughs> it's a little bit more casual than that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Gentleman caller. Uh, and like the glass menagerie. We see Tamlin and Nemo being treated at a medical station, and then we see shots of the city. The steam, the rain, the dirty steel, the tired-looking people 
milling about customs as Tamlin is narrating his final thoughts on his adventure. It doesn't always feel good being brave and heroic. You realize the longer that you are in this game that everyone's got their own motives. Everyone thinks they're on the right side of things, but it doesn't always work out that way, and sometimes you just gotta put down a droid who thought he was sticking out for his own kind. <sighs> But you know, the more I go on, the more I realize that if me and my friends don't fix all of this stuff, then no one's going to. So for now, I'll be Pepper Tup. Here's your meat chocolate chip ice cream. Thank you! <laughs> yeah, you see Nemo and uh, Tamlin in the office in the strip mall where they started their adventure the camera pulls out on them eating ice cream inside the shop. It pulls back just far enough that you can see the sign in the shot, and it's sort of hard to see them still in the shop eating the ice cream. And the neon sign for private eyes lights up. <laughs> End of episode. Yay! Boom! Cool. Oh my god. Now, how about a Dear My Knock letter? Dear Trist, in life, there are three things I cannot stand. Kids, animals... And women with attitude. Oh, boy. Yeesh. Despite this, I find all three currently on my small ship that I rely on for my livelihood. Since you are similarly burdened, yeesh, I wanted to know, do you find any of them to be an actual benefit to your work? Is it worth keeping them around, or should I look to drop them off at the next spaceport like so many empty pot noodle containers? <laughs> See you, sex criminal. Be bopping for a bounty. Whoa. It was signed, be bopping for a bounty. Yeah, this person like... has got some real serious issues. Yes. What a weird way to talk about people. It's really Okay, gross. well, this is obviously why Bebopping for a Bounty didn't address his question to either of you. He addressed it to me. First of all, Bebopping for a Bounty, you're not far off, okay? You got two options here. Yes, you can drop them all at the nearest spaceport, be rid of the whole thing, and kind of go along your own way. But there are certain benefits to keeping crew... As, you know, everyone has undesirable qualities. I mean, everyone else has undesirable qualities. Okay, I feel like we can agree on something, that every crew member that you happen to be sharing your space with will have some undesirable qualities. But they also point. bring a lot of benefits to the team. Exactly. Now let's... let's Does as... Tony bring a lot of benefits to the team? I like Tony. Okay. He's a big, dangerous space wolf. And... Yeah, he brings un... un Is that un we're keeping on a really cramped team. sheep? Maybe if he were, I don't know, not cooped up. He just seems very dangerous. Look, nobody's arguing that we need a bigger ship. Okay. So so this is a great example for you bebopping. Lintel brings a lot of uh, questioning systems that are already working in perfect order to the team. Now, is they that, are not doing is that. that objectively is that what you think? objectively annoying? I think that 90% of us would agree, yes, that is a hindrance to what we're trying to do. But also, if the hyperdrive breaks, Who's going to fix that hyperdrive? Well, classically, that should be Lenik. He is an engineer. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, in practical, uh, uh, there's only one person that's... Well, uh, that's also not what I do here. I, I rebuilt your engine, but... Again, see, this is this is a, another classic example correcting of the type you? of behavior that is counterproductive to our missions. But does the engine get fixed? Yeah, the engine gets fixed. Yeah, and it's definitely not Lenik who does it. I, saying it out loud, it's like, yeah, I, I feel like maybe we have to, like, redefine what exactly the roles are here. Okay, let's investigate Lenik we... a little bit. Great point, Bacta, brings me to my next point. Sometimes you'll have someone on the ship that's really concerned with the rules and investigating. Now, is that boring all the time? Yes! We all don't want to investigate things all the time. Someone has to do it. We're fine with the way that the world works, but when you are in a firefight, who do you want at your back missing his shots? You want Bacta, okay? Because if the enemy, if the enemy is confused by not being hit by blaster fire, you have no tactical advantage. I am a better shot than you. Yeah, impractically, that should be true. Isn't his role medic? I thought that he was supposed to be the ship's medic. I am also a medic. Well, I mean, if you're good, you never have to worry about that. You just won't get hit. I think that, again, this is all, you know, a personal experience. Beyond the point, I think that what everyone is saying is supporting my claim, which is, yes, people are complicated creatures. They are, you know, disgusting machines that we have to learn how to live with. 
not because we're nice people, but because it benefits you to be nice to people. Okay. So your advice to this person mm-hmm. ultimately sure. is, uh, you know, they don't like three specific things. And you know, one of those is really pretty sexist. What, what, what is your advice to this person to, to just uh, learn to, to grin and bear their situation or, or how should they reassess no, their Like worldview? I said, he's got two options, you know? He can keep them aboard or he can drop them off. You got to make a pro and con list. I've made pros and cons lists for everyone on the ship who's left and everyone who's left. Did you? Has passed. How did you? Of course. Did you write it? When did you do it? Yeah. Okay, on the datapad. What's that? On one of the datapads on G-Ship. No, 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 no. I use a complicated system of uh, symbols and um, drawings to depict your pros and cons. Where? What's that? Because I imagine it would be pretty easy to decipher that. I, first of all, I would never show you the list. If you have a language, I would love to learn I it. I would never show you the list. That That's would benefit so, us hugely. It would be so inappropriate. The lists are songs. I've written songs detailing your pros and cons for each one of you. Not lyrically, musically. And you all passed. Your, your pros outweigh your cons. So what? You've composed piano solos about each I didn't member. Say piano. What, what instruments? You also play guitar? Is it the theremin? Is it the ther- Yeah, each one of you has parts of theremin, parts of piano. It's, it's a musical, it's, it's a composition. Y'all, you're more, you are each more... You know, flawed, then it can be expressed in one simple instrument and one simple song. Do I have one? Yeah, do you have one? Yeah. Okay. How it's is beautiful. it? Okay. It's gorgeous. Did, did I can't you... play it without crying. <laughs> I wouldn't play it without crying. It'd be uh, doing a disservice to the song. And you passed your test? Of course I passed my test. Mm. This is not this is a this is subjective, is what I'm saying. I'm saying make a list. Make a list for each person, however you want to do it, pros and cons, and decide if the things that you don't like about someone can outweigh the things that you like or that you need about someone. That is what I'm saying to this person. I mean, that's really not that bad advice. I feel that's very sensible advice. Yes. Yeah, it's what I've done for everyone. I I do this for everyone that I meet. Okay, well, we'll investigate and see if we can... More investigating. You know what? I just wrote a new verse for you, Bacta. What is the verse? I mean, it's all musical. It's not like a lyrical verse. It's just like a melody... Show me what you wrote. Why don't you go investigate it? Okay, well, I think we've ripped into this person enough. Thank you for your letter. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. Each week on Talking Games, Chicago comedians Tim Dunn, Clayton Margison, and Kellen Terrett team up with a special guest to discuss their thoughts and feelings on the world of video games. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, this episode features Kevin McLeod's Night on the Dock Sacks from Incompetech.com, as well as music performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. Thank you.